0: Let's continue where we uh, left off yesterday. We'll start like this. We'll start with the Issa of eating and drinking uh, or having a suda primarily before Hadloka Haneris of Hanukkah. The Mishaburah tells us clearly in Topresh Base that once the Zman, which we will discuss in a moment, for lighting Menorah eh, arrives, a person is not allowed to do various activities. And the reason for that is, like we know for many halachas, for example. Uh, mincha, it's the same thing, shachos in the morning, that a person cannot do things before uh, a time comes, because he may forget, he may get involved in eating, or sleeping, or haircuts, all sorts of things, otherwise he may forget the mincha, he may forget the shachos, whatever it may be. Now, same thing when it comes to Hanukkah, when it comes to the Zman of the Bano, which whatever that Zman is, we will get to, it is also chazal forbade a person to do various activities, because they were worried that a person will forget and not come to light the menorah. Now, when does that begin? It begins from a half an hour before shkia. Now, that's also very important to note. In a minute, we'll discuss the various minhagim that people have when to light. So, it doesn't really make a difference when you light—whether you light at shkia, whether you light at teitzer kechavim, whether you light at rabbeinu tam. At the end of the day, this chaza, this issa that Chazal made. Was an isla starting from, fasting from a half an hour before shkia, not a half an hour before you specifically light. The general halacha is no business, um, no haircuts and things like that. Having a suda is also forbidden. So for example, the poshapshat means a person cannot wash. If you want to wash on a sandwich or something like that, then it will be so after. A snack is always muta. That means a mazoinus, as long as it's not too much. And obviously fruits and vegetables in any quantity and regular normal drinks are for sure going to be mutab. Wine and beer are going to be osa at that time. And again, the idea continues and continues. The same idea as we find in the seven pay test before Shachwiss. It's the same ideas as we find before Hanukkah Manoia. Torah is actually also osa when the zman of lighting comes about. That means even if a person did start before the zmana isa, actually has to stop when the zmana isa arrives. The Balatanya, the Shukhna HaRav, actually says that if you make a shaima, then it works. In other words, if you tell somebody to make it, you know, you be the shaymar, you remind me to make sure they're light, then it's fine. The other heta is to learn in Yonei Khanika. And this is the heta what a lot of people do, is at the time when the Zman comes, where the B'atzem, you know, even if they're not lighting because they're meaning it's the light by but once it comes the time of Shia. So they will start to take out a Mishtaburah or a Shabbos, whatever it is that you're learning and you can learn the Anionim of Hanukkah. That's what it's all about. You learn the Anionim of and then we're not worried anymore because once you're learning the Anionim of Hanukkah we're not going to assume that you are going to forget Over uh, in that case. Sleeping for Shteitzach. obviously a person can't go to sleep half an hour before this month because obviously we're worried that he may forget in that case. Again, if you have a Shomer according to Shulchan al kharav there's a Mokrem to Now, let's move swiftly along. When is the time to light Hanukkah menorah. So the Gemara says very clearly, the mitzvah is Mishatishka Achama, which is Pashtus Shkia. That's what the Pashtus is. The Machoikas was shown him in the Gemara is, what does that mean? Shkia what? The Beginning of Shkia? Or does it mean at the end of Shkia? At what point of Shkia are we discussing? Apart from the fact of the other question of which Shkia? The main shitas is as follows. Shitas Sarambam is Shkia Mamash. The Rambam holds that, when the Gomorrah says that, it means you light by Mamish, uh, as long as the disk of the sun is below the horizon, as long as the Psak lemais of the Rajba, and as long as the mice is the Psak of the Vilna Goin, which is why many here in Eretz Yisrael including, when, when I was in Yeshiva, I was Rav Sheinberg Zatzal used to light the moment of that so that is Tfinan, famous, everyone sees the picture, if you come to my house, you see the picture of Rav Scheinberg lighting the menorah, he's got his Tfinan on, because he's lit by shkia and he didn't want to take his Tfinan off before shkia, but he wanted to light the moment of shkia so he's kept his Tfinan on, and then he's took it off, took it off afterwards. <coughs> but upon him, the Rambam, the Rashba, and as I passed from the Vilna Goyim, held that it's shkia mamish, which is, I would say, the meaning of a lot of Bnei yeshiva. Here in Eretz Yisrael, you walk around in Eretz Yisrael, around the time of Shkia, you'll see most of the Yeshiva, yeshiva Oilam lighting at the time of Shkia. The um, Tosfos held, it was at Tzasek Echavim. Tosfos held, once you got three stars, then Lemaista, that is considered to be the time over here, as I pass in the Mogad the Taz and the Rabbah as well. The Shukhanach Lemaista Paskins like Tosfos, which is why most of the Svadim Paschke Night again, without the various monogamous of Svartim, I think you go with that one as well, right? You like by, you like by, uh, Tzitzel probably, right? Shmuel, Tzitzel Kachovim? Right. That's the meaning of Tosfus. But again, the Villegrain here in Ertusra was quite makbid on Shkia. in America used to light between 13 and 18 minutes after Shkia in America. The Stipler over here in Ertusra lit 18 minutes after Shkia. The Chazanish and Rabarin 20 to 25 minutes after Shkia, the, the Gary Rebbe also. Um, some of the Svadim have a Minig 15 minutes after Shkia. Many of the Hasidim Kiyaduwa wait until Rabbeinu Tam. Rav Yashav Zatzal Hein Yushalayim used to light 10 minutes after Shkia. Um, whatever it is, and whenever you light, you have to make sure that you have to have enough oil for at least a half an hour after Tseisek Kekhavim. Okay, which we'll discuss in a moment as well. But that, those are general monhogim that people have. Everyone should really find out their specific minig when they normally light um, and uh, go with that. Go with that mahalach. <coughs> now, what if, what happens by mariv? How does it work? Because mariv, lemaisa we've got Krishma. Now kriyshma is a daraisa, right? Hanukkah menorah. However great the mitzvah is, chaviva ad but it's it's not a daraisa. It's a drabonon. So how does it work? Do I have to dab mariv, ya'eh, first, or can I lemaisa? I like the Hanukkah. So I think it really depends. There are people come along and they say, Tadav tod Tadav Tadakoydem. What does that mean? Tadav tod Tadav Tadakoydem means that whichever one is more frequent, that is the one that goes more. I would assume, Ali, that most people would say more frequent is probably Mariv than Hanukkah. If that's the case, if that's the case, Tadav v'sheina Tadav tod" will tell us that I have to have Mariv first. But the Klal of Todd Vesheina Todd Tadu Kodim, which we're not going to go into all the details, is only when I have both of them in front of me. of Tzvi. When I've got both of them in front of me, then I have to decide which one. The one that's more frequent is the one that wins. Whereas, if I don't have all of them in front of me, Modcha, right? Like, for example, if a person lights by shkia, so then if he lights by shkia, he doesn't have marv in front of him, because there's no marv right now. It's only shkia. If that's the case, if you light by Shkia, or just after Shkia, or a few minutes after Shkia, so then the din is what? Prime That you, you we you will know, you don't have a Shayla with Mariv B'chalal. Why not? Because there's no Mariv right now. But when a person lights by Nacht, for example, so then you have a Shayla that, what do you mean? It's Nacht, which means it's the Zman of Mariv. Once it's the Zman of Mariv, I have to decide. Is it Mariv now, or is it Khana now? What am I going to be doing? Right, Yosef? That's the Shayla. So generally it depends. If you have a if you have a minion kavua, then you should go with the minion kavua. For example, you in every night at ten o'clock. If you have your minion over there, then you could daven at ten o'clock. There's no problem. And you should, especially if you get a shomer here in Yeshiva. Anyway, most people, those that light by nacht Mantra, will actually, will actually. Why? Um, oh Those people that light by Nacht will dabamarev in yeshiva first, and then they'll go up to light. Right? That, then, so you have the daraisa in that case. When is the latest time to light? So the Gemara tells us very simply, Ad regel minashuk. So Shaila, exactly what does that mean? Basically, the translation of that means is when people are no longer in the marketplace. What does it mean that people are no longer in the marketplace? So the Rambam clearly says, it's about a chatsi or yoisa about a half an hour or more after the time that it gets dark. You have to remember in the days of Chazal, or in the days of even the Rishonim, they didn't have lights everywhere. They had candles. And most people went home when it was light, when it was dark. Therefore, the shuk became empty very, very early. At that point, you're not muchoyiv to make sure that, that there are candles lit at that time. And also, you can continue lighting as long as there are people around. The Biskarov wants the taina, and He brings the Rambam as a raya, that every generation has its shuk. That means every generation has its marketplace, which means, and when Moshe Sternberg brings this very clearly, bazmanim, that it depends where you are, will depend on how late you're allowed to light. If there are people around in the place where you are, then Lemaise, you'll be able to actually light at that time. In fact, they bring from the Biscarav that when he lived here, he actually had a movie theater very close to his house. In fact, it was opposite his house. I think that's what they say it was. And he made sure that the candles were lit in the menorah of his Hanukkah, until the last showing of the show, so that when people come out, they would still see the menorah. Right? Because he held of this Rambam, that it goes according to the shock of the generation, and if there's people around, so, Mamela, I've got to make sure that my menorah is lit until then. You don't have to make, you don't have to make sure, because really the Gemara is talking about, when can you light until, but upon him, some say, that you should make sure that there's enough light, and oil to last, until generally people are around in that case, um, over there. Now, Lighting afterwards, when there's no one around, is a, a big shila where the person is allowed to light if there's no one around. For example, let's say you go out, you come back at 3 o'clock in the morning, and there's no one around, and you want to light the menorah. So the is the probably here in Yeshiva, there are people around at 3 o'clock in the morning, so you should gather a few people over there. Once you've gathered a few people around, then they can light. You can light, and there are people over there, and there's a Presumah That's why people ask Akasha on the on the rebels Islam Maisa, they're not lighting outside. The answer is they've got the biggest Presumah because they've got thousands and thousands of people who are watching them to light, and therefore there's no problem. So you should have somebody there when you are lighting. If there's nobody there, that's really a different Shila which we're not going to go into. Very quickly, to discuss the Shailah of where to light, which is a very complicated shila. It's one of the most complicated shilas in Nechaz Hanukkah, and in Halakha in general. Where should a person be lighting his menorah? So, Chazal tells us very clearly in the Gemara and Shabbos Khafalev, Mitzvah La'inicha Al Pesach Beisoy Mibachutz. We learned, we learned a couple of days ago, that the Mitzvah of Hanukkah is a u Ubeisoy. It's attached to your house. It's very, very important for there to be a connection between the menorah and your house. For you to go out into the street, in the middle of the road and light a menorah there, you're not yotza. It Has no shaykhs or connection to a house, and therefore you're not yotzer because it has to be a connection to the house. So where exactly do you light? Now you have to remember, in the days of Chazal, they had very different houses to the way that we had the different courtyards, anyone that learned the Mesachta, Shabbos, Shabas this you see very, very clearly how they had different Chatzah and all different things that they used to do in their Chatzah, used to do laundry and all sorts of stuff over there. Where do you light it? Do you light it in the entrance to the Chatzah, to the street? Or do you light it inside the Chatzah, on the staircase to the house? Or do you light it at the front door of the house? These are the general shalas. We're not going to go into so much. The Gemara does tell us though that there was a Shachana, there was a and since there was a sakana, they came along and said it's dangerous to lie outside. And if it's dangerous, there's a problem. So the Chokh Shlomo, for example, says, what does sakana mean in the Gemara? It means mem- m- m- Nefesh mamash. There was a real Bekuach Nefesh. That's what it is. The, uh, for Shabbos, the Machsah Shekel, they want to tie when the Gemara says, Shasa Sakana, it was talking about Koravla Sakana, not Mamish or Sakana, but it was to Sakana, anything similar to that. The Prima Godim, which is Be'etzim and Ritva, Mishabura brings it, and that is Hezek Momin. Somebody told me, I don't remember where he lived, somewhere in America, that when he lit the menorah by the window, he got a brick through his window. That was the Matias. So according to the Mishtaburah, according to the Ritva, according to Primagodim, if there's a, at least a Safek, that there'll be a Hezek Momin. That's the Shasa Sakana. The Gemara says, Meniach HaShukana Now, Lamaisa, we know, Baruch Hashem, we don't have a Sakana anymore. So if that's the case, we should go back to the original Takana, which was to light outside, which is what many of the G'doylim here Say everyone to do, and that's what they do. Now, uh, just very, very quickly touch upon one point. There's a Mordecai Sefer, a tshuva called, uh, Shadosh is Deva Yoshua. Right, Deva Yoshua, he lived from 1904 to 1976, a very, very, very big It's a huge, huge pesach, and he has an incredible tshuva over there. He writes that he made a trip on Hanukkah to Yerushalayim, and he saw something crazy. What did he see? He saw that the oilam were lighting menorah outside, in these little glass boxes, he says, none of them are yaitse. They're all not yaitse, the mitzvah of Hanukkah. What's pshat? He says, what do you mean? The Gemara tells us that ha that means there was a shachonabuzman chazal. They had to light inside. It was dangerous to light outside for the groom to see what they're doing. But maybe that's what they did. Now, nowhere does the Gemara say that we changed it. And he brings a beautiful raya. What's his raya? His raya is from the Gemara Rosh Hashanah. We know that the Gemara Rosh Hashanah tells us that when are we meant to blow shofar and Rosh Hashanah? We're meant to do it by shachris. Reason Magdim in the is why waiting for Musaf. We're meant to do it by shachris, right? However, the Chazal tell us that there was a sakana. There was a time that they couldn't do it by shachris. They had to move it to Musaf when all the people running around weren't around anymore. many, they moved it to Musaf. He asked a kasha. Nowadays, <coughs> is there a sakhana blowing shofar by Shachos? No. So why do we still do it by Musav? Because that's what they did. man Chazal. They didn't change it then. Why are you changing it now? There's the same thing by Hanukkah. Hanukkah tells us, Now it does it say we go back to the original Zayr of lighting outside? So all these people, he writes, who are lighting outside in Yerushalayim, are posher not yaitza. So, Revelation has a huge Chuvan, if I'm not mistaken, Scheilik base, where he goes and explains how there's a difference, which we're not going to discuss it, but I'll call upon him. The minig here in Eretz for sure, right, according to Piskorov and others as well, is to light Outside, as much as you can, that's the presuming it's, that people do, the chazanish and others How you could do it by the window, which is what many most people do in Chutzlawitz. And obviously, if you have a window in your apartment, that's even better, because if you have a window that looks over something else, for example, of Scheinberg, Zadzal used to live, if I'm not mistaken, on the sixth floor, the seventh floor, whatever it was, it was quite high up. It was higher up than the minimum share of where the menorah is meant to be. But he held, and Ravozna in Shevet HaLady had the same tshuva, that if you live high up and there's another apartment across, and you can basically see each other, so then you could be on the 20th floor, it doesn't make a difference how high up you are, someone can see that's good enough according to Here you know it's people are mukbid as much as you can, to show the Ashkenazim, to light outside in a box, which is Baruch Hashem, what the Olim do over here in the yeshiva, you buy boxes, you split boxes, whatever you want to do, you light it upstairs, over there, pursue for the olim to see, especially where it's difficult to light by a window, because it is dangerous in most yeshivas or public buildings. In a private home, when a person can look at it and be careful with it, obviously, then he could light. Theoretically, that's his minig to light by the window. And all the different suks. Now, there's another halacha which we have to get to, which we're not going to get to now, which we we'll have to discuss next week. And that is exactly where do I light? What's, which side of the door, how close to the Muslims, what happens if my menorah is being with many other people's menorahs, like it is over here in Yeshiva, and I'm not going to be next to the door. Do I still get the miler of the door and these various halachas? Which direction do we light as well? We have to discuss as well. And we obviously have to get the shayla of lighting on Erev Shabbos and motz Shabbos, and then a few more of the shaylas as well. In the tomorrow, we shall continue. <laughs>